Hey everybody, welcome to Breaking the Wall podcast. And we are in part three of our four part utilizing Instagram series. And today we're talking all about stories. And I absolutely love stories. I think they are the most fun part of using Instagram. Um, They're kind of like this 24 hour day in the life documentary that's just continuous. Right. So, and if you use stories, you know, they only last 24 hours. And after that, these videos or photos or whatever you're posting completely disappear. So that means they're great for real time events. Right. So things that are happening today or in the near future that you want to talk about. Um, posts are more evergreen. So what we talked about in episode two. So if those were really nice photos, uh, stories can be nice photos. And they should be nice photos or videos, but at the same time, they're they're going to go away. So you can really have fun with these and record these on your own and play and see what's working and what's not working in terms of um, your story's, you know, consistency or if you're getting a lot of feedback on it from people who follow you, all of that kind of stuff. So nothing is too precious when it comes to stories. So like I said, you can post photos, you can post up to 15 seconds of video clips, uh, or if you have something like, uh, I think it's continual, you can, um, you know, break up the story. Actually, you can just upload it now. That used to be an old thing where you had to like get an app and it would break it up into 15 second clips, but now you can post up to a minute and it breaks it up into 15 second clips right on Instagram. Um, But what's awesome about stories, and I think the real beneficial part is that it's great for engaging with others. So it gives us an opportunity to talk to people, share ideas, and get feedback in a quicker way. Um, Overall, I think stories are one of the most utilized um, parts of Instagram, so I'm excited to dive in today. Um, But I do have some goals for us, or for you for that matter. I would like for all of us to first plan on starting to post 5 to 15 posts a day. Right. So, you know, five gives you that variety, at least if you only have one or less than that, uh, we're not really getting to know you on that day to day basis. But when you have five to 15, uh, we start to see that variety. We start to see a little more um, of you, different parts of you, your interests, how you move, how you speak, all that kind of stuff on a and it makes it more engaging Um, and it can feel like a lot. Right, 15 posts if you're not posting at all on stories right now, or you're only posting one to two things a day, it can feel like a lot. So a suggestion for you, if you want to get to that 5 to 15 kind of post range, uh, to start taking pictures throughout your day. And when you have a downtime, maybe set uh, you know 5 to 10 minutes of your time to just upload those to a story. Right. So maybe you went for a walk, you went out to eat with your friend. Uh, and you didn't want to take away from that one-on-one time or that experience, just take a quick photo or a quick video boomerang, save it, and then come back to it later. No one's going to know if you're posting from lunch yesterday or you're posting from lunch a few hours late, right? Um, So that's what I do if I don't want to interrupt events like family gatherings um, and spend a lot of time posting. But that is a goal. 5 to 15, if we get any more than that, it starts to get a little, uh, it starts to look like a lot. And as we're tapping through, we're like, oh my gosh, if we have to go through like 20, 25 stories, it can feel a little overwhelming and then we just skip them. So that's one goal. Another goal is to make our story posts personal and specific, right? So that's answering both what, what are we doing or what is happening and why, 
Why is this event happening? So finding a way to do that within our stories. That's goal number two. A third goal is to give people opportunities to engage. So how do we get people to comment on our stories or interact with the tools that are available on Instagram? And then finally, enjoying our own stories, enjoying the act of posting, right? Don't post what you think is good or, you know, what you think you're supposed to be posting, but instead start posting things that you actually enjoy. Go through your day, take pictures and videos throughout your day of things you actually enjoy doing and enjoy sharing and share those ideas. And we'll talk about that a little later. So Posting frequently, 5 to 15 times a day, making it personal and specific to us, giving people opportunities to engage, and then finding ways to enjoy it, right? So I want to dive into what should we be posting on our stories. Remember, posting on stories is a timely thing. So things that are happening now or very soon, um, because they're going to be disappearing in 24 hours. So I'm not posting my uh, favorite photo of me and not posting it anywhere else. That's more of a good thing for posts. If I want to reshare it, I can do that. But knowing that it's going to be a timely matter when we're posting. Uh, And we're posting things that make us both uh, or show us both as a dancer and a human. Remember, we're trying to be realized as fully rounded human beings, not just dancers on our social media. And stories make it super easy for us to share both our in-studio and out-of-studio lives. And if you're looking to book jobs through IG, uh, people want to know you as a person and a dancer, right? Like we want to see that you can accomplish whatever tasks there are, but we want to also know that we can have a conversation with you. So we'll dive into ways that we can show that in a little bit. But the rest of this talk, I want to separate it into things we can post as a professional, right? A professional dancer and ways to make it more personal. So introducing our personal lives in our stories. Remember, this is our day in the life. We have both. We're not just dancers all day. We're dancers and these people who have lives outside of the studio. So I want to start with the professional things to share. Um, So the first thing you could do is upcoming events, right? The things that are happening in the near future. So you can post classes. uh, Maybe you have shows coming up. Uh, You can share those things or the process of those things. Um, For me, I have a workshop coming up called Shift. It's a three-week mentorship program for dancers in college. And I'm sharing that a lot because applications are open now, right? So I'm sharing that. I'm talking about it. I'm getting excited about it because I want people to take advantage of it, right? So those since those applications are open now... I can talk about it on stories more so than I would on posts. I'll post something about it and I'll keep those going, but I'm going to be really heavy on it on stories. You can post pre-class or post-class photos or videos, maybe doing a boomerang of you rolling out or what you eat after class is a good thing to do or like in between rehearsals. I always do like a little sweaty pic right? It shows that I'm a hard worker or maybe just that my I have a functioning nervous system. Um, but that's a good way to, you know, get to that 5 to 15 quota that we're kind of setting for ourselves. Of course, always dance clips. It's a good practice for sharing your dancing online. A lot of us aren't comfortable with doing that yet, right? So stories, since they disappear in 24 hours, share a video, see what the feedback you get, 
is, and then you can post on your main page, right? Or, you know, keep posting things that do really well on your stories. And you can just do short 15-minute clips, or sorry, 15-second clips. Please don't post 15-minute clips on your story. Um, workout time lapse are super popular, right? So even though I'm doing a lot outside of the studio, I'm doing this podcast and making these programs and, you know, things that are more uh, behind the scenes right now, um, I'm still posting pics of me doing different workouts or Pilates or taking different classes, you know, to show that I'm ready to do whatever's going to be asked of me as soon as this pandemic's over or even next week when I'm doing a different rehearsal process. So that's a good thing you can do. And then, you know, I don't know who's commuting right now, but if you are, people love to know where you're going, what you're doing, right? And that's what makes stories great. So even just posting running from a rehearsal or a class to your day job or whatever your um, side hustle is, or you have to take a train out to the suburbs. I remember I used to do that on like my busiest days when I had class in the morning, uh, a full day of rehearsals, I'd have to take an Uber and then a train to and then another Uber to get to teaching at night. And then I take the train back and want to get home till late. Uh, and it felt like a really good story to tell. Um, so you could even do that. But the final thing as a professional that I think is good to start posting is videos of you speaking. And this is important because it adds a level of connectivity, right? So it gives us an ability to engage with you in like a face-to-face way. So it's great to like post, you know, these are my feet after class, blah, blah, blah. Or this is my food or look what I'm seeing, right? This is nature or whatever you want to share. But it's good to see your face and how you communicate, right? Talking about something you're excited about or maybe an event lets us in and we get to see your face and know how you communicate, right? So that's kind of like some of the professional things you can post. But today, I think the big thing to take away is some of the more personal stuff and incorporating that into all of those rehearsals, those class videos, um, those commuting videos. Start to make it more personal. My sister, Jill Coleman, uh, founder of Jill Fit, has this term called knowables when talking about posting on stories. And it's two to three things outside of your dance life that people would know about you, right? That you can share on, on share on like an online space, especially stories. You know, for me, it's uh, I drink coffee. So I drink coffee every morning. Um, I read a lot. I live in NYC. Those are my three. And I post a lot of my apartment So that's uh, three things that, for me, are things that people, and when they see me outside of the social media world, they're like, oh, you love coffee. Let's go grab a coffee. Or, hey, what are you reading right now? I'm looking for something new to engage with. Or, oh, you're in NYC. Great. I need to, I'm going to come visit, and I would love to know your favorite places to eat, right? So once again, a way for them to not only get to know us, see similarities in what other people have interests in, but also a way to connect, right? Which is our goal with social media. Um, You know, other things to think about when you're thinking about your knowables, and I hope all of you after this episode or right now are jotting down some things that you're like, oh, I do share that a lot, or I actually do this every day. Um, You can write those down and then share them on your own story, but think about your hobbies. Think about your gym routine. Think about you know, things you would do on a regular basis, 
You know, I used to do woodworking, but since that was something I don't do very often, yes, it's something to fun to post every once in a while, but I wouldn't consider it in my like go-to things, right? Because I'm not doing it every day. So think of your knowables. That's a great place to start. You can always post your relationships, um, you know, events with family and uh, or a partner. Um, I know for my family, we do Christmas in July every summer. And there's a lot of people, a lot of people that have been following me for years that know this about me. Um, we get together, my dad and my siblings, you know, we since my parents are divorced, we do Christmases on, uh, we used to do them on separate parties, I guess. So we do Christmas Eve with my mom and then Christmas Day with my dad. And it just became too much traveling back and forth. So we settled for doing a trip all together, my uh, two brothers and my sister and my dad, by going somewhere together every year. And we do it in July. So we get to have that time together. And people, a lot of people think that's a, like a fun thing to do. And they start to incorporate it in their own lives. Um, but that's a way to, yes, share what's happening. So going back to the idea of being specific. But um, what's happening and why? Why do you do it? Sharing those stories. Um, a more simple example is that when... I was performing six times a week. I only had one day off. So I only had Tuesdays off. So that was date night for me and my partner. And we would always go to a different restaurant and then go see some kind of show. And that's something we always love to do. And hopefully we're going to get back to that. But I would always share where we're eating and then what show we're going to. And that was a great way to engage with people online as well. Um, Moving through these, though, trips you're taking, if you like to travel, Once again, videos of you speaking, telling funny stories, asking questions to promote engagement. Uh, And one idea is also coming up with a saga. Sometimes it just happens to you, but maybe this will get a wheel turning for something that you're like, this is hilarious and keeps happening. Um, I have a friend, Danny J, who does what she calls yolk, (laughs) yolk porn fails, right? Like egg yolks. And she'll do a boomerang of her trying to break like a fried egg yolk. Um, to the point where she does it so often that people start to send her their own yolk porn fans. Or, sorry, fans, not fans. Yolk porn fails, right? So that's something fun you can do. I've done, uh, a lot of people start to come up to me or comment on things when I say, hey guys, it's me, Brandon. Um, which is something I started to do to make fun of so many people who were, like, taking over Instagrams. There was, like, one day where there were... Like, I don't remember, like five or six people on like professional company accounts being like, hey, everybody, it's me, Brandon. I'm taking over the whatever dance company of, you know, whatever company. Um, and I was like, that's so funny. I'm going to take over my own IG because no one's giving me a uh, an Instagram takeover. Uh, and it just became like a joke. So having those jokes on there are also a great way to connect with people. Right. Maybe you find things on the street like furniture and you share that or you find beautiful places to take pictures of Um, moments with your roommates that are really funny. Right. All these reoccurring events are really fun to share. So that's a way to make it a little more personal. I really want to leave you all today, though, with this final idea of just utilizing the features that Instagram already offers. They are such a great way to engage with people. I really feel like a broken record today, just saying, engage, engage, engage. But that's the point. We want people to talk to us. So we want to use things like location tags, where we're taking class or teaching, right? Where you're performing, 
or where you like to eat. Adding those are an easy way to utilize those features. You can even ask questions or polls, you know, so as I can use one of my knowables of I like to read, I read a lot of books and post a picture of the book I'm reading and say, anyone read this and see other people's thoughts on it. Or if I'm about to finish a book, I ask people, what should I read next? I really like this kind of genre. Um, What should I do? I can even ask for music recs now so they can type in a song. I'm like, hey, I'm looking for some class music. Um, What do you all have? What do you like to dance to? Uh, or what do you, what's good walking music? I think I did that one like a week ago. And then finally, I encourage you all to utilize that reshare button. So resharing posts that you connect with, right? Causes that you think need to be amplified or people in your community that are doing great things. Share their posts, right? This shows where your values lie. And that's so important to get to know you as a person through social media, right? Or continuing a relationship with you through social media, right? So I hope this episode was helpful for you all to, uh, you know, spark some ideas. Um, If you want to go ahead and try some of these ideas out and tag me in your stories, I'd love to take a look at them. Um, But other than that, look out for part number four coming a little later this week. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out at Breaking the Wall Podcast or at It's Brandon Coleman. Share your favorite episodes and I will see you in another one. Bye, everybody. Bye.